Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, we're already in progress. It's hour two on this Thursday. Come on in. Stay a while. Got off on a tangent or two in the first hour. Go figure. We talked about uh, the new documentary that's out about the 1999 Woodstock Festival. I remember vaguely the original Woodstock. Uh, I remember that my oldest brother wanted to go and he wasn't allowed to go from Ohio all the way to upstate New York. But I just remember seeing clips from it and also, uh, you know, you'd hear news reports on it. But uh, I remember the nightly news would show it. And then I remember my mom was like, that's why you, you can't go to those uh, events like that or you shouldn't be going to things like that. And you and it's not safe going to things like that. And I'm young at the time, and I'm like, it looked pretty cool. And the bands were great, but it's a little bit different now. Didn't they have Woodstock 1994 and then Woodstock 1999? 94 was, I think, a little more lighthearted. <laughs> that was the one where like Green Day played and everybody was throwing mud at them, and Nine Inch Nails had a really muddy set, too. Hmm. Um, I don't think it was nearly as tragedy strewn as the 99 was tragedy, tragedy strewn <laughs> yeah. up next tragedy, tragedy strewn. strewn yes we're coming up with a lot of good band names yeah. i know we are that was a spando ballet's original name yeah what was it uh tainted by sewage <laughs> yes something like that yeah. that sounds like a band henry rollins <laughs> Henry Rollins. i have the original lineup for the Woods, woodstock of 1969 listen to this run on saturday evening Grateful Dead, Creedence Clearwater Revival, Janis Joplin, Sly and the Family Stone, The Who, and Jefferson Airplane. That's a, that's a heavy hit at the time. Yeah. That's a heavy hitter group of bands. Yeah. But we also talked about how bands don't match up, like having Limp Biscuit and then uh, Cheryl Crow. Cheryl Crow. Yeah. Shanana played. That was like a 50s kind of doop, they, doo-wop-y band, right? With Bowser? Yes. Was it, the, it was like a 50s doo-wop band. 
They played, and then it went to Jimi Hendrix. Next. No. <laughs> Those are the last two bands. Okay. Wait. Sha-na-na was the second to last, the, the penultimate? Yes, and then Jimi Hendrix uh, went out. And he lit his guitar on fire <laughs> after Sha-na-na? <laughs> yeah, Marv. Do you think the crowd was going Sha-na-na? No. Mm. Give it to him. Come no, on. No, no. You know, bloop, to... bloop, everyone. No. I'm going to give him a bloop. No. Sha-na-na? I'm going to give you one bad Fritzy, and that's what I. That's what you got. You got a Fritzy right oh, there. Oh, you don't want that. No, you don't. Yes, Seaton. Isn't the story, too, that most people miss Jimi Hendrix because he was the last person that, like, the festival had almost totally cleared out by then? Oh. So, a lot, like, it's this, like, super iconic moment, but most people had already gone home. Yeah, Paul. He's correct. It went way too late because there were some issues with power and stuff like that. On Sunday, Jimi Hendrix played technically on Monday morning. I mean, like, so late in the night, it was. People had left because... Because the Grateful Dead wouldn't stop jamming. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. They did, they did 17 47-minute-long songs, and it threw off the whole... I want to be respectful to the Grateful <laughs> Dead. It's just I can't get into the Grateful Dead. I never could. I Great musicians. I just never got into the, 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 the jam stuff. But I almost feel like I have to apologize because I love music so much. And then I go, somebody will go, hey, wait. like Bill Walton gets in my car, all seven foot two of him. It's a Jetta. And I remember him so disappointed that I didn't have any Grateful Dead. And then I rallied by having Bob Dylan greatest hits. But he, he couldn't believe that I had very disappointing <laughs> No dead. And weren't you in a Volkswagen? A, a Volkswagen Jetta. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and so we're going through the Lincoln Tunnel. So you have to imagine. Here's Bill's knees that were up. It like it looked like he had two little kids that were you know had their heads just over the dashboard, but they were his knees. And he's trying to cram into my Jetta, and he's singing Bob Dylan songs. If like a rolling, you know, like a rolling stone, I don't do an impression like you do, Seton, but, <laughs> but he's, he's singing at the top of his lungs as we're going from NBA entertainment in Secaucus, New Jersey, into New York, into Manhattan, going through the Midtown Tunnel with Bill Whaling. The sweet sounds <laughs> of Bob Dylan. <laughs> yes, Paul. I have a better article that has more details. Jimi Hendrix actually closed the festival Monday morning at 8.15 a.m. There were 500,000 people there over the weekend, and the audience was estimated to be down to only 40,000 people who stayed for the festival finale on Monday morning. He went on stage oh at 8.15 in the morning. I'm sorry, at 9, 9 a.m. and played for two hours and 15 minutes. How many people say that they were there for that performance, though? Just like the Beatles at uh, Shea, Shea Stadium. Stadium. Everybody was there somehow. Yeah. What? It, it didn't hold 200,000. No, no, I was there. Yep, honestly. Yeah, I was there. Uh, let's see. Uh, we say good morning to those watching on Peacock. That's our streaming partner. Download the app. Our radio affiliates as well. Poll question for hour two. Seton, we'll get some phone calls here. Chris Sims, Pro Football Talk Live, will join us. Why are the Browns playing Deshaun Watson Friday night? Probably starting him against Jacksonville. If they know he's not going to play the first six games of the regular season, he might not even play this season. So we'll try to figure out the logic behind that. Sims will join us coming up here. Uh, Seton? 
First hour results, Dan. Uh, if you were to a tongue of Iloa and you found out the Dolphins were going after Tom Brady, you would be insulted or honored? Right now, 63% of the audience is insulted. Oh, I'd be honored. Yeah. I mean, it'd be tough, but it's the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah. I mean, it's not like if my wife said, hey, I'm going to tamper with, uh, you know, Bradley Cooper and then came back to me, and then I'd go, wow, I'm honored that, uh, well, you got to take a shot at Bradley Cooper, hun. Welcome back. As people are like, at least they didn't go after Brock Osweiler. That would be insulting. <laughs> no offense yeah. Brock. Any of those former Bronco quarterbacks. Uh, yes, Paul. I have a problem with the word honored. If you were going to replace me with Tom Brady, I have a lot of confidence in myself. I think I'm the right guy for the job. I would be understanding publicly, mm. but not honored. Okay. No, I, anyone who, who plays quarterback in the NFL, doesn't, they don't think anyone's better than them. That's why they're there. I'm honored that they kept me. That, that, that's what I would say. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I'm honored. Uh, what else do we have, Seton? Uh, for hour two, we're going to go with who should get the Browns' first team snaps on Friday night, Jacoby Brissett or Deshaun Watson. I just don't know the philosophy here because Deshaun hasn't played in over a year, right? Something like that. When is his last game against the Titans? Does that sound right? Maybe January of uh, what? 2021? Um, let's see. Watson last game was against Titans January of 2021. Completed 72% of his pass, 365 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Um, they were 4-12 and 12 that season, but his numbers were great. He had 4,800 yards, 33 touchdowns, seven picks on a pretty lousy team. He had the second-best quarterback rating that year behind Aaron Rodgers. Whew. All right, so that'll be uh, coming up. Uh, phone calls are welcome. We'll uh, get to more phone calls as well. The uh, live tour, uh, we're trying to, we're, 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 it feels like we're finding out a little bit more about these contracts these guys are signing. Are they getting the money and then they get more money on top of that or the money that they got with these big contracts? You win uh, $4 million, well, they take $4 million off, to the, off the $100 million that you've earned. So the lawyer kind of let this slip and uh, they're not going to be able to play in the FedEx Cup. But I still go back to some of these golfers, Dustin Johnson, Patrick Reed, said they wanted to join the Live Tour so they didn't have to play more golf. If that's the case, then why are you suing to get into the FedEx Cup or you want to play in the majors? Like, you got what you wanted. Less golf, more money. That's what you told us. And if I'm a judge, I have to look at this and go, well, you kind of damaged yourself. You said this is what you guys want. Now you want to play more golf? So make up your mind. I like that David Faraday at least came out and said what I would say if I was a golfer and I went to go to the Live Tour, I did it for the money. And David Faraday said, I did it for the money. That's it. And a chance to have fun again. So I, I'm, and I'm fine with that. You want it, it's your your life, your career, and whatever your thoughts are on you know the the Saudi tour and how it's financed and all of that stuff. Go, go have fun. Just don't come back and then say, "Hey, we want to play here," when you wanted to leave because you didn't want to play more golf. Hey, we only have to play eight events and we get to have fun. 
Okay, then go play. Take your money, go play. But don't come back and say, hey, but we'd also like to play on the PGA Tour. With the PGA Tour, on tour events, there's a finite amount of spots per yeah. week, right? Is it 130 or something like that? So that means if, if Dustin Johnson comes back and plays tour events, some other young person doesn't get that spot. Yeah. Okay, so it, it, there is a victim here, or not a victim, but like a casualty of his decision. Yes. If, he, if he gets to come back, some other young golfer who qualified and wants to play all the tour events doesn't get to. Just make up your mind, okay? That's all. It, it, just be fair. Just be fair to everybody involved in this. Like, you, you wanted to make it seem like, you know, hey, we're having fun and, uh, you know, I don't want to play in 15 or 20 events. Okay, that's fine. But don't then say, uh, I don't want to play this much golf, but then I do want to play and I want to play in these events. You can't have it both ways. You want to go play on the tour, the live tour? Fine, go play. Just don't do a Patrick Reed and say, hey, I don't want to play that much golf. Okay, don't play. Play eight, eight events. Have fun. Uh, let's see, get some phone calls in here. Doug in North Carolina. Hi, Doug. What's on your mind today? Well, Dan, just on Tuesday, I watched this documentary that, um, Seton's been talking about, and I got to tell you the funniest part. I don't know if you, you saw this part, but one of the talking heads was a woman who actually attended the original Woodstock. She is a true hippie and she returns to work Woodstock 99 as a middle-aged woman and trash becomes a huge problem. And there's this Part of it was because the, I got cut, cut the sanitation budget, so this woman takes it on herself to you know try to get the crowd to pick up the trash, and it's so funny because two or three minutes of this cross generational thing of this peace love woman confronting these young kids who are like, we paid one hundred and fifty dollars for our tickets, we're not picking up trash. It was a hilarious documentary and well done. All right, well, thank you, Doug. I haven't seen it. I get a little disappointed though in mankind when I see these things. It, it's just, it's a, it's, a, it's a little rough. Little rough. I, I haven't been to a music festival. I have no interest in going to a music festival. My oldest daughter has gone to Firefly. I think it's in New Jersey. She's gone to a few of those. Uh, my wife went with her one time just to experience it. But uh, I'm not, not really into it. Yeah, see. So, like, I'm not interested in going to a music festival and sleeping there. You know, I'm not interested in doing, you know, two nights, three nights camping in the middle of uh, New Jersey yeah. at at this, like, you know, huge festival. <laughs> but going to those shows, I think it's a lot. It's almost like you can cross off a whole year's worth of shows in one weekend. I, I understand that. It's just everything else that you have to deal with. You know, my wife will go, why, let's go camping. And I'll go, why? And she goes, because it'd be fun. And she wants to do the Appalachian Trail. And I go, why? The whole thing? Yes. Oh, that sounds pretty awesome. No. Yeah. Isn't that like Georgia to Maine? Georgia to Maine. Or vice versa? And I said, hon, I'll meet you in Maine. You know? <laughs> I won't shower for like a, a, a week or so, and I'll look like I've I've been on the Appalachian Trail. <laughs> yeah. I made it. I'm going to look like, you know, Forrest Gump after he stops running. Yes. He... It's funny that we're talking about Woodstock, too, because the Appalachian Trail seems to be loaded with, like, old hippies. Mm. And they all have names. Like, you run into them and they'll be like, I've been on the trail for a month and a half. <laughs> like, I'll say, yeah, my name is Screwball and this is my buddy Deadleg. Screwball. Like, they all have, like, these crazy names. They're like, dude, look at you guys. We're meeting up with my daughter in Virginia. <laughs> a couple outstanding warrants between them. 
I said to my wife, I would do the Appalachian Trail if when we got done each night, I got to go and stay at a hotel. <laughs> Not a lean-to. No. <laughs> right. No. You don't want to pitch a tent every night. Whoa. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Maybe you do. Todd does. That's the big deal. Is it, is it, how about this? From Maine to Georgia, is one of the two ways downhill the whole way? Because that would be the way I'd On I the choose. map, it feels like from Maine to Georgia is the way to go. Yeah, if you go Georgia to Maine, you're walking uphill uh, yeah. the whole way. That seems like a disaster. Downhill, I'm in. Yeah, she, she says, you know, when you retire, like I, if you want to know why I keep working, when I retire, she wants to do the Appalachian Trail. I'm trying to hold this off as long as I possibly can. I didn't need a fake, you know, artificial knee surgery. I just did it to hold off, you know, my wife by saying, honey, I got an artificial knee now. Yeah, Paul. Can't you do it for like a week, like maybe Maine to Vermont, and then you could say, hey, I, I hiked the Appalachian Trail and hope nobody says, do you do the whole thing? Because technically you would. Yeah. How about a week? I would love to do that. Would you, if I brokered the deal, would you? No, because she would do it on her own, and then I don't want her on the Appalachian Trail with screwball and, you know, dead leg out there walking around. All right, uh, we'll take a break. <laughs> gotta love screwball and dead leg. I know. Oh, well, yeah. How'd you not hang out? You gotta hang with them. They were at Woodstock, the original Woodstock. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, screwball and dead leg. <laughs> Jam band, they had three yeah. songs. That was bad. We were, I was in Vermont on the Appalachian Trail. It runs right through, uh, I want to say, Stratton Mountain, maybe. They yeah. have a big fire tower up yeah. there. And yeah. so we took my wife and I and took my son up there, and we were looking out of the the surrounding or whatever, when we got down, there's screwball and dead leg. Hey, man, how long you guys been on the trail? We are like, oh, like 20 minutes? <laughs> we started in Georgia meeting my daughter. All right, buddy. There's probably some people who have been on the Appalachian Trail for years. Yeah. And they're not quite sure why they're still on the trail. <laughs> how, how much farther we got to go? I remember doing a hike and I ran into people and you could tell that they were really serious and they could tell that we just started. You know, I, I probably had a, a nice shirt on and shaved and the whole thing. And they looked at you with such disdain, like, you, you, you disappoint me. Look at you. It's more probably dis disappointment that, like, you're sleeping in a bed tonight. Yeah. You're soft. <sighs> you're lucky. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll take a break. Chris Sims will tell us why the Browns are starting Deshaun Watson. And uh, more phone calls as well. I do want to bring up what Kyrie Irving reportedly asked for with his contract, what he wanted with a guaranteed contract with the Nets. God, I couldn't get him out of town quick enough if I were the Nets. We'll take a break. We're back after this Dan Patrick show. Panini America has you covered when it comes to cards and NFTs. These are our friends, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Check out the NFT marketplace at PaniniAmerica.net slash blockchain. One-of-a-kind digital cards available in packs or Panini's public auctions on the site. You know you're going to get the hottest rookies, biggest superstars, all-time greats, and uh, featuring the official products from the NFL, NBA, UFC, NASCAR, and La Liga. See what's on sale now. Don't miss out on the newest UFC NFT release. Hold the top fighters. There's a special NFT that will send you for a VIP experience to UFC 278. Share your cards in the public gallery. You can complete challenges, earn exclusive award cards, and build a wish list for the items you love. Also, don't miss out on the Donruss cards. They will sell out fast. Head over to PaniniAmerica.net. PaniniAmerica.net, the official trading cards, and the NFTs 
of the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that... Summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year. Be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick. Or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well... If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Man, it's a goofy show. By the way... Speaking of which, the ayahuasca is for lovers t-shirt available at uh, danpatrick.com. If I told you a month ago we would be coming up with an ayahuasca t-shirt to pay tribute to uh, Aaron Rodgers, you'd probably say, probably not. Maybe we uh, send Aaron Rodgers a couple of ayahuasca t-shirts there. Let's make the smooth segue to Chris Sims, Pro Football Talk Live co-host. Have you tried ayahuasca? 
I have not. I mean, um, I did watch the Aubrey Marcus podcast with Aaron Rodgers. Um, I'm not opposed to it. I'm not opposed to maybe trying it at some point. I don't know. I don't seem to have any like life struggles in my brain or something I need to overcome right now to make me want to go there. You know that I, you know, habitually like to do other things all the time anyways that replace ayahuasca and help me, you know, get into my own mind and self-reflect and do that. And it's, you know, good old Mary Jane. I like that. <laughs> Mary Jane. <laughs> the reefer? <laughs> the, the reefer, as my dad would call it. Yes. <laughs> what did your dad say the first time he knew you'd smoked pot? Uh, he was not happy. I mean, I didn't think this conversation was going to go that way. He was not happy. You know, I definitely went in the early years of like uh, maybe college and the NFL where I would hide it from him. And then I got to that point where, you know, maybe a year or two in the NFL and I was like, wait, I'm a grown man. Like, I'm, I'm sick of trying to hide around the corner from dad when I'm home visiting him or whatever. And that's when I, you know, kind of broke the ice a little bit and and he's been you know very good that way for the most part and letting me be me and you know it's just something I've done I didn't do it a ton through my NFL career Dan honestly and I'm gonna be totally transparent here because you know I don't know any other way I was in the drug program six out of the eight years I played in the league I always pushed the limit to oh they won't test me right away or you know we got a few weeks I'll I'll do one more night and smoke a little more and I ended up always in the drug program. So those who think like, oh, want to say a Chris Sims, he smoked too much pot. That's why I didn't work out. No, that's not right. It's it's I was actually pretty clean throughout my the majority of my career. How often were they testing back then? Not that much. Listen, I. I How I did, did you not... get caught? Well, I, I'm a little stupid and a little daring. <laughs> I mean, we know that. And uh, anybody that knows me, I, I can push the limits a little bit. So. You know, you'd, you'd come back maybe, and back then, the, the, it was so broad. It could happen anywhere from April to August. So, okay. you know, it might be the first week of April, and we don't have to be maybe back in the building to mid-April, late April for OTAs. And I'd go, well, they're not going to get me right when I come back. And, of course, that would be the year they'd get me right when I'd come back. And so I, I made that mistake. And once you're in it, you're in it for two years so, you know, I'd get in it and then get out of it finally and then, you know, play with fire again and then I'd be back in it. And, uh, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what I did. But do you have meetings where you get together? Like, <sighs> what, what? Yeah, it's, it's like you're on parole. It's so you you have to you and I know things have changed now, but you had to be available for drug testing whenever they said they would usually drug test you once per week maybe twice per week and you had to let them know where you were at all times so if i traveled somewhere or anything like that you had to call in and be like hey i'm going to be at this address wow. you know i'm going to be here for a few days and of course you know when you did travel there was always somebody that showed up so it was a pain in the butt and yeah you did actually have to see uh, a doctor where you know they could kind of help you out with your so-called addiction and in therapy that way, which that was probably the most annoying part. Uh, we'll make the awkward uh, <laughs> yeah. segue here. Why, why is Deshaun Watson, why would the Browns have him start Friday night? What's the well, rationale? Yeah, well, I think the rationale is it's a guy that hasn't played a whole, you know, hasn't played in a long time. And, and, you know, I'm not telling you anything you don't know. You're a huge sports fan and watch it all. I don't care who you are. When you've gone this long, long of a period of time without playing football, especially the quarterback position, which really can't be emulated in practice, you know, the crowd, 
the pressure of the moment. Wait, I'm actually going to get really hit now. So I got to make decisions and some guy's trying to tear my head off. You know, that's, it's not like riding a bike. You know, we've seen, Hey, the greatest quarterbacks ever Peyton Manning be hurt and come back and have a little bit of a slow start. Think about Tom Brady after he hurt his knee in 2008 and 2009, he wasn't, you know, the Tom Brady we remembered before the injury, especially not right away. So I would think that's the big thing. They just want to get him out there and get in some live action because they've invested a lot of money into him. But I got to get Jacoby Brissett ready because he's going to be the starter for at least the first six games. I, I hear you, no, no doubt. I think it'll be a lot more than six games, really, when it's all said and done. But yeah, that's that's where I do feel for Kevin Stefanski and, and the coaching staff there in Cleveland. I don't think they were the ones raising their hands, begging for this situation you know, to happen. They're kind of stuck in a tough situation. They're trying to do the best with it. But, yeah, they have to balance, uh, I think, especially, hey, early on preseason game one, I understand the Deshaun Watson start. Maybe as we get to preseason game number three, and if Watson isn't suspended by that time, that's when you see Jacoby Brissett start, and they go, okay, now we gotta get we got to get into season mode here. Deshaun, we'll get you some reps here at some point during the game or whatever else, but I would think they'll change their thought as we get deeper into training camp or deeper into preseason. But, Dan, I don't think there's – I still don't think he's going to play tomorrow night. I think that ruling's going to come down really? here in the next 24 hours. I, I, I would be shocked. I don't think the NFL and the powers. But do to you be, think the commissioner is saying to this guy, the former attorney yeah. general, I don't want him on TV. I don't want him out there. I need your ruling by you know tomorrow afternoon. No, I, I don't know if he's flat out saying it like that, but I wouldn't be surprised if they, you know, he's gotten some context clues about what they would like. You know, we, we all know how sensitive they are, and rightly so, about protecting the shield. This is a hot-button topic, you know, and certainly Deshaun did not act appropriately here for a long, long time. And I don't think the NFL wants this to dominate the first real week one of preseason where all we're going to talk about is Deshaun Watson if he plays on Friday yeah. night, and he's going to be on every screen associated with the shield. And I would got to think that, you know, Goodell and some of the other powerful owners don't want that look on the league. We're talking to Chris Sims, Pro Football Talk Live co-host with Mike Florio. You can see it preceding this show on Peacock and, of course, former NFL quarterback and contributor to Football Night in America. You played for the Patriots. Help me understand it felt like the media became obsessed with the struggles of Mac Jones the last couple of days. And I thought, what am I missing here? Does it matter that, and, and is the offense different this year than it was last year when they won, he won 10 games? I don't think it'll be different, especially not at this point. You know, I know that crew up there and, you know, of course played for Josh, Josh McDaniels in Denver a little bit. They, they're the type that goes like, Hey, wait, here's 10 plays. And we're going to master these 10 plays before we move on. They're not going to get too deep into the playbook or, you know, game planning, different schemes or anything like that. So the defense would, knows what's happening. Yes, the defense knows what's happening. We know it's a very good, talented defense there for sure. And then the other thing that I think this is where I, I don't hit the panic button quite yet. And the situation's weird and it's different. You know, as far as the rest of the NFL, we'd probably be a lot more critical if it was anybody else besides the New England Patriots. But in Bill Belichick, we trust. Yeah, but we wouldn't know about this if it was another you, team. You might. You're right. We might not. You're right. We might not. I mean, but but either way, the fact that they don't have an offensive coordinator title, it is strange. But but this is where I think they're different than a lot of teams. You know, they do not script for success in practice. 
You know, there's a lot of teams that, hey, that they're figuring out the practice schedule and they go, the offensive coordinator, hey, hey, we're going to run this play, so can you run this defense, right? And, and it's all about gaining confidence and getting rhythm. And there's a lot of that that goes on in NFL camps. New England doesn't care. They don't do it that way. They are like, hey, you figure out the plays you're going to run. We'll figure out what we're going to do over here. And it might look ugly, but that's the way football is. We're not going to like, oh, make it the perfect coverage for your perfect little play so you guys feel good. And I can remember being there and with Tom Brady and seeing practices with him where it wasn't, you know, an absolute precision show because they make things tough. They make things game-like, and I think that's why they're usually better in games than maybe sometimes it can look in practice. But, yeah, there. when I was with John Gruden and other places, there was constantly script for success because the defense can learn how to play anything against anything. So you always go, well, hey, they're going to have to defend this play at some point in this coverage. But, you know, yes, we had a lot of times where the first eight plays were, hey, this play – we're going to run it against the exact coverage we want, and hopefully we can execute it. And like I said, New England doesn't quite roll like that. I hope I explained that clearly enough. No, I get it. I understand yeah. it, that you yeah. know it, it, it's not pretty, but it's not meant to look pretty. It's meant to be like this could be what we face. Not exactly. The, yeah, the defense we didn't expect. Now, what do we do with something yeah, like exactly. that? Exactly. We're going to coach off that, and we're going to adjust. And okay, when that happens to us in a game in week one, what are we going to do there? And that's where they're they're special that way, in my opinion. You have certain teams, certain coaches that want to win every preseason game. You know, the Ravens, I think, what, 20 games in a row? Like, you don't accidentally win 20 consecutive preseason games. How? Tell me the difference in philosophy with coaches. Did you have coaches who did want to win and coaches who didn't really care about the bottom line? Yes, uh, definitely. I, I mean, I, like, um, it, and it depended on the year. There was years I feel like with you know maybe John Gruden in Tampa where he might game plan you know a few plays for the preseason to you know stoke a little confidence and get some rhythm going in the offense and the team that way. There there might be years like that, and then there might have been another year where hey we feel like we're pretty good and we're just gonna run our core plays and you know, do what we got to do there. So it does, it depends. And then of course it depends on who you're playing too. Cause sometimes you play a team where, you know, Hey, we're going to keep it vanilla this week. And then you get out in the preseason game and you go, Oh crap, they're doing some stuff that we haven't really, you know, talked about in practice or figured out quite yet. And you got to readjust. So that's where the preseason sometimes could be, you know, hard to dictate or tell, you know, where teams are at at times. And that's certainly, you know, a, a, a part of it, no doubt. Always good to talk to you, Chris. Thanks for joining us. And uh, All right, buddy. Thanks. You the man. Tell the guys I said hi. That's Chris Sims, Pro Football Talk Live, co-host with uh, Mike Florio. A couple of phone calls here. You know, the Patriots stuff is very interesting because I kept seeing the national media thought this was a big deal. Chris played there and was there with Belichick and with these coaches and with Tom Brady. And their practice is different than other coaches' approaches to practice. I think it's worked, though, over the years with <laughs> Belichick. I'm just, just saying. <laughs> I'd like to know about the Bears' practices or the Jags' practices. Yes, he... You know, I hadn't really thought of it listening to everybody report it that way. But, yeah, sort of the audacity of media to be like, they don't know who's calling plays. It's like, of course he does. Well, that's... We don't know who's calling plays. They know who's calling right. plays. We don't know That's what's happening, but they do. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Andrew in Washington. Hi, Andrew. Thanks for holding. What do you have for me today? 
Hey, Dan, Dan, it's uh, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Um, real quick, I have a football trivia question and then a, a question just for you, Dan. So okay. The football trivia question is, the Kansas City Chiefs have scored the most points since 2015. Which NFL team has scored the second most points since 2015? I've got a clue for Todd. The answer is not 11. Okay. The, so which team has scored the second most points since 2015? So Kansas City is one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Dallas. Ooh, good guess. But actually, it was surprising to me. That's why I asked it. It was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have scored the second most okay. points in the NFL since 2015. So, anyways, uh, real quick, you've been bringing up Shohei Otani a lot. He's been doing a lot. You said you can't mention his name without Babe Ruth. If his career ended after this year, is he a Hall of Famer? No. No. It'd be a facet. It'd be like Bo Jackson. There's a fascination there, but the numbers aren't there to support that. Uh, Dave in Colorado. Hi, Dave. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dave. Hey. Hey, Dave. Um, so I just had a funny story for you. Um, so I went to Broncos training camp yesterday with my 13-year-old cousin. Let's ride. Let's ride. <laughs> Shout out, Gabe. Uh, he's been trying to get a Ross autograph all week. And, you know, like after practice, uh, there's hundreds of people trying to get autographs. So it's tough. So I had an idea, and I told him that when Russ walks by, I yell, Russell Wilson Jr. the third. <laughs> uh, he had no idea what I was talking about. Thought I, he, he's like, is he going to like it? Or? And I go, just trust me. I kid you not, Russ was walking past him. He said it, turns around, figures out who said it, comes over, signed his ball, and then just keeps going. Oh, I like that. That's, That's awesome. All right. Let's go. Thank you, Dave. Great story. Go Broncos. Let's try. Let's try. Let's try. Russell Wilson Jr. the third. <laughs> He's probably just trying to focus on his job. Yeah, of course he is. Let's try. He just focus, goes there every day, tries to be the best teammate. Is Russell Wilson Derek Jeter? Possibly. It's a it's a it's a great comparison. Bloop bloop yeah. bloop bloop bloop, right. bloop. Yeah, better baseball player. Russ is. Actually, I don't know that. Well, Russ was a second baseman. Didn't he go to the Rangers camp? Yeah. Second baseman? He could have been Jeets. Could Jeets have been uh, Russell? Russell Russell could have played baseball. Could Jeets have played football? I don't know if Jeets played another sport. You know, I haven't seen the entire documentary. Played a lot of tight end, though. No, you, you're Derek Cheater. You're, you're you're with Fritzy, and that's, <laughs> that's not good. That's good stuff. Mm. Mm. Yeah, all right. Agree to disagree. You're you're better than that. <laughs> Tough critic today. Yeah, I am. I am. I'm cracking down a little bit. Sean, not nah. I didn't like that uh, one from Marvin. What, Marv? Never mind. No, you can say it. Hurt my feelings. I was ready. For, I was like, Sean, I was going to kill him. Uh, I think Jeter played some basketball. I think as a youngster. Oh, okay. Was that in the documentary? I don't know. I don't. I don't know the uh, the formative years with Derek Jeter. Uh, more phone calls coming up here, uh, and I got to get to this Kyrie Irving contract demands. Oh my goodness! Uh, have that for you coming up next. 
If you own a business, this has been a bumpy ride. Pandemic, inflation, there's a lot of people in this same category. If your business has five or more employees and managed to survive COVID, you could be eligible to receive a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000. That's per employee. That's not a loan. It's not a payback. It's a refund of your taxes. This is how you cut through the red tape and get your business the refund money. Go to GetRefunds.com. They do all the work. There's no charge up front. They share a percentage of the cash that they get for you. And they have already returned over a billion dollars to businesses, and they can help you as well. Business of all type qualify here, including those who took PPPs, nonprofits, even those that had increases in sales. GetRefunds.com, click on Qualify Me, just answer a couple of questions. The payroll tax refund is only available for a limited time. Don't miss out on the opportunity. Go to GetRefunds.com, no risk, high reward, GetRefunds.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I mean? thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. 
Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the all-time greats. Only one place to collect them all. Panini trading cards, the official trading cards of the DP show. For instant classics, autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, and more. Starter, continue your collection now at PaniniAmerica.net. Uh, let's see. RJ in Colorado. Hi, RJ. Welcome back. DP Danette. Excellent to be joining you. I got a special request from you as I'm heading into surgery tomorrow. I can't think of a better way to spend my time but listening to you guys going through a new hot guy draft. Is that possible to get that ready for tomorrow? Um, I don't know. Let me uh, go around the room. When's the last time we did a hot guy draft? It's been a little bit. Yeah. And that's also not a segment we do haphazardly and without preparing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you can't just throw that right in our faces. Although we did stumble onto a really nice hot guy lead singer draft, hot guy front man draft. Right. Ooh. That we did stumble onto that today. Okay. So Gavin Rossdale of Bush. Right. Adam Levine. Adam Levine. Amongst on, on the big board. Do okay. we want to do this by decade? Do we want to just say only since we're talking so much Woodstock 99, hot guy frontman 90s? Because Jagger in the 70s was, was that, that was sex. Definitely. But, but was he good looking? Now he was successful and a, a fantastic frontman. Don't you think it's interesting that Jagger married a woman who looked like him? Bianca Jagger? She kind of looked like him. Um... Yeah, we could do hot guy lead singer draft. <laughs> yeah, I think Roger Daltrey over Mick Jagger looks wise. I think Roger Daltrey was a good looking guy. Yeah, yeah, yes, Todd. What do you think of Sting from the Police? Yeah, he's got it going Spend on. Some guy. Yeah, he's got it going on. Tantric. Yeah, women like you know for some reason he's well not for some reason successful, good looking, tantric sex and have fun. He was in Only Murders in the Building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little cameo. Yeah. So, yeah, Sting would certainly be up there. Yeah, maybe we'll do that. Maybe <laughs> if it's a slow day. We got Nick Saban on the show. I'll ask Coach Saban. Coach, hottest lead singer of a band. <laughs> I think you'd get a good answer out of him, actually. What do you think he'd say? Who do you think he would say? Uh, I, don't, I don't know what their names are. He's a classic rock guy. Dan, I'm glad you asked me this. Yes, I've been that. waiting. You know, I wanted to talk to Jimbo Fisher about this at SEC Media Day, and I didn't get the opportunity. Um, I, I got to get to this story. Rick Buecher, NBA reporter, I think he's with uh, Bleach Report, that um, 
Kyrie Irving apparently wanted a max extension, so he didn't get that. Part of what Kyrie was doing, uh, according to Rick Buecher, is he wanted his new contract to guarantee that he wouldn't have to play more than 60 games in a season and would not have to play any back-to-back games, which he apparently referred to as inhumane. (laughs) Oh... Um, you don't want to play back-to-back games? No, it's inhumane. Hmm, okay. I don't want to pay you in back-to-back games. That's insanity. How's that? God, he wants to play 60 games. That's a guy who's really good at basketball, but I don't know if he loves basketball. It's like there's certain athletes who love what they do. There's certain athletes who are just good at what they do. You know what? If they come up with a live tour for basketball, Kyrie, that that <laughs> would be the guy you go for. Hey, I just want to play less basketball. Okay, join the live basketball tour. Gosh, don't give them any ideas. They might go, oh, we'll put up a couple of billion dollars and uh, see who wants to play on the, uh, the live tour. Do you see where I think it was Rick Buecher saying that LeBron is uh, the leading candidate to be the owner of a expansion team in Las Vegas. Now, I don't know when this is supposed to happen. We had Commissioner Silver on a couple of months ago, and he seemed to downplay any expansion anytime soon. So I don't know how LeBron moved to the head of the class there when we don't even know when they would put a team there and probably in Seattle. Yeah, Paul. Could that be semantics where it's not expansion, it's relocation to Vegas? That's what I was wondering. Could you have relocation? But... Do you go to Vegas or do you honor? Do you go to Seattle first? It feels like if you're relocating, are you just going to do one team and it would be in Vegas? Because we're going to have a team in Vegas probably in the next five years. Yeah, Paul. There's a lot of articles from a decade ago when the Maloof brothers owned the Maloof? Sacramento Maloof? Kings. Maloof? Maloof? <laughs> the, the Kings were primed to move to Vegas, but that's cool. You haven't seen those articles in a while. Yeah, yes, Todd. Could they make the basketball court look like felt? on the Las Vegas arena. How cool would that be? It's green and it has it look like you throw dice on it. Thank you, Todd. Back to you in the studio. All right. And then their team, they craps the bed oh. if they had a bad game. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you pick your starting lineup by playing roulette. Yes. There you go. And then you put all their numbers of the players and you like spit and like, oh man, you got, you're starting four centers tonight. But you can't have any Russian players on your team. That'd Russian be bad, roulette. Bad taste. Oh. Yes, it would there be. <laughs> Uh, Julianne in San Diego joins us on the program. Hi, Julianne. Welcome back. Hey, DP. Um, two things. One, sort of serious, one not. So first, I sent the revenge pie in, and I think Polly forgot about it because Tyler said he gave it to him. Uh, okay. And second, I just wanted to, as a daily female listener, say thank you for the way that you sort of continuously talk about Deshaun Watson and how there is a problem there and calling him a creep on the air. There's a lot of people who keep saying, like, he already sat out a year and all that jazz, and you've been pretty steady on, no, there's an issue here and we need to address it. And as a female listener, that kind of means a lot. So I just wanted to let you know that because I don't think there's that many of us out there that are calling in to say that. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you, Julia. We're big in the uh, female community, though, I think. Like Seton, Boy Band Hot, My Voice, obviously. 
Paulie is a douche canoe. Sure. <laughs> There's a market for that. There is. Yeah. Some girls uh, like bad boys like me. Yes. Are you a bad boy? <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. I always wanted to be a bad boy. Yes. I just couldn't pull it off. Like, you know, too much acne and a bad haircut, and I weighed, you know, 150 pounds. Like, you can't be a bad boy. Yeah, Paul. I had the bad grades. I didn't have the, tru- the truancy. <laughs> like, I didn't get in trouble. Truancy. I need more truancy to get the girls. <laughs> I even tried to smoke a cigarette one time. Didn't go well. Start choking. Yeah, when, you, know, <laughs> you start hacking up a lung, and that you know the girls are looking at you like, dude, your first cigarette? No. <coughs> at Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play—from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, I I even thought about that. Yeah, most people don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 